0: Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets here on the Mayo Media Network presented by prizepicks.com. Head over to prizepicks.com, use the code M-M-N-M-L-B as in Mayo Media Network, M-L-B, when you sign up and get yourself something special with the code M-M-N-M-L-B at prizepicks.com. My name is David Jones. I'm your host. You can follow me on Twitter at TenaciousDJones or follow my content over at FTN Daily or FTNBets.com. I am with the FTN Network. Give us a follow on Twitter too. You know, here at the Mayo Media Network, we'd like for you to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. And uh, watch all the content. A lot of great sports. Got a huge golf tournament going on right now. I know you're tuned into that. Baseball's been going very well for us here. Last week, I had a very good week. The week before that, I missed on the Orioles, and they went on to be the highest scoring team in Major League Baseball that week. Hopefully, we can go uh, for another good week here. It's a big slate on Friday. We're going to be talking about DraftKings MLB 15 games. These 15 gamers can be hard. Typically I find on DraftKings now that you probably want to you're trying to stack two teams. If you can stack two teams, that's probably going to be ideal. If you love a couple high-priced pitchers, love one team stack, I think it's okay to pick off some one-off bats and try and cash that way, especially in some of the smaller contests. In the bigger contests, you see a lot more randomness. You see a lot more home run hunting winning the big prizes. I'm talking if you're playing against 50,000 people or something. Be smart with your contest selection. Single entry, cash lineup, people 500 to 1,000 people would be nice. They have a big contest for $888 over on DraftKings. If you're a baller to try and win 100 k that would be nice to see someone do that with some of these picks or your own picks. Either way, that would be nice. Let's talk about the slate. 15 games, a lot of pitchers to choose from, a lot of soft spots at pitching as well. Up top, you have Rodon going up against the Houston Astros. Offense is too hot. I can't use him, even though he's very good. Trevor Bauer has not really been that good. Besides on Twitter, his tweets are okay. But for the price, second highest price pitcher, $10,600. Didn't get it done against Texas, Atlanta, St. Louis, Houston. He had a good game against San Francisco Giants. One out of five isn't going to do it. I know he's a talented pitcher, but he's getting hit and he's giving up runs. Um, Not so much... A lot of walks. I mean, up and down a little bit. Uh, four walks against Atlanta, four walks against Houston. Look, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to talk about it too much. He's given up too much contact. He's given up too many runs. I'm not going to use Trevor Bauer. No no reason to beat the dead horse. Corbin Burns is going to be pitching in Colorado. You're scared of that, of course, if the Rockies can't make contact. They can't get it out of the park, but they had a good hitting night on Thursday. I don't know. I'm probably not going to use any pitcher in cores, especially the third highest priced pitcher. That leads me to Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray's had a resurgence this year. Robbie Ray for the Toronto Blue Jays has been better than I thought Robbie Ray would be. I give him a lot of credit. He's made some changes and he's looking good. He hasn't had one DK game under 20 points the entire season. ERA of 3.46. Over 11K's average, or exactly 11K's average over his last three, that's a lot of strikeouts over your last three games, especially for an average. And he went up against good teams in the Boston Red Sox, Chicago White Sox, and the Miami Marlins. So two of three are good hitting squads. Uh, just been a steady guy like I don't want to use Robbie Ray usually on a slate again especially against Baltimore in Camden Yard Baltimore has some guys that can hit lefties specifically like Mancini uh Mountcastle's been super hot Freddie Galvis Hayes but look Robbie Ray has been good uh his home run stuff's kind of scary he can give up home runs, but it's not multiple home runs. I don't believe he's had a game where he's given up four earned runs the entire time. It hasn't been that much over the last three or four games. His K stuff's kind of making up for the runs given up. I think that they can get the win here at Baltimore. Um, Toronto's bat's been super hot. Obviously, we know that one of the highest scoring teams in the MLB. Uh, I don't know if Hernandez is going to be back hitting cleanup, but the, I'd be okay with Grichuk hitting cleanup because uh, he can definitely hit lefty Zimmerman. Um, He's actually one of my one-offs that we're talking about a little bit later. So the Baltimore Orioles, even though they put up some runs recently, they are king the third most in the last three games and third most on the season. 11.33 strikeouts over the last three. That's going to be before Thursday's data. Um, Look, I'm going to take Ray. I think he's going to get close to double-digit strikeouts. Got double digits in the last two. Uh, With Baltimore striking out that much, hopefully they don't hit two home runs. I can take one home run, even two earned runs. I think the Ks are going to make up for it, and uh, I think he gets the win. So that's what it's going to be. It's going to have to be Robbie Ray for me. I consider Nick Pavetta, Johnny Cueto, Jose Boreas is in a pretty good spot. Chris Paddock is in a pretty good spot. Uh, I think the staple is going to be Robbie Ray just because of the safety, and that's kind of what I'm looking for tonight uh, on Friday night. There's a little bit of safety, so Robbie Ray doesn't feel like a safe name to say, but if you look at his averages, look what he's doing all season long. You're going to say he's pretty safe, especially if you haven't watched baseball the past few years. You're going to think this guy is uh, amazing, and he has always really been an amazing pitcher, not trying to bust on Robbie Ray just better than I expected this year. So very, very good for him. Let's talk about the bats next. A lot of soft spots on the slate. Like The pitchers are kind of hard to nail, in my personal opinion. You've got guys like Sensatella at Coors. You can target Urania with Los Angeles. The Angels should be able to beat him up. He's been getting destroyed. Uh, Fulte should be getting hit again. He had a nice little stretch of decent games in the middle of getting blown up on the beginning and this part of the season. Uh, The Twins should hit him fine. Go ahead and stack them if you want to. Like them all. I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't have the Boston Red Sox as my top stack. You have to have them as your top stack. They're probably going to be popular. But when you see uh, slates with 30 teams on them, usually some of that – Ownership tends to get diluted. So, hopefully, people talk themselves off Boston, even though it's clearly, in my opinion, the best spot to target on the slate against Jackson Cower, who got called up a couple games ago and has been getting absolutely pummeled. Not only has he been getting pummeled, the bullpens have been getting pummeled after him. So, clearly a ridiculous, unsustainable ERA. But in his first two starts of uh, pitching, I think, three total innings or two total innings. That's bad. Uh, 36 ERA. Of course, that's ridiculous, but that's just how bad he's been getting beat up on the 12th. He made it 1.1 innings. This was his last game. Gave up five hits, four earned runs, three walks on 57 pitches in 1.1 inning. Yikes. On the 7th, his first start only made it through two batters. Not two batters, but got two outs. 0.02 innings. Three hits, four earned runs, two walks on 39 pitches. He gave up four runs in each of those games. So eight runs so far in his two innings. Very, very bad. I went back and looked at two what the bullpen was doing after him. On the 12th, the bullpen gave up an additional seven runs. And on the game before that, they gave up an additional four runs. So they should be giving up some runs to the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox have been the third best, uh have the third best scoring on the season and over the last three. The bats are turning on again. We like like that uh, not a lot of injuries we have to worry about And you're just looking at the usual suspects With the uh, the Boston Red Sox I really, I don't think you have to Overthink it too much Sometimes you like to spend a lot of time Breaking it down, trying to find something sneaky Don't think you have to do that tomorrow Try and find a way to get these guys in Deavers, over the last 162 at-bats 13 home runs, 400 WOBA 350 ISO, hitting the best on the team J.D. Martinez 11 homers and about the same amount of bats 410 WOBA, 280 ISO obviously amazing xander bogart's got a hot stick right now eight homers same at bats just all looking real good those are your top three devers martinez bogart's it'll get two of the three if you can't fit the third i understand they're pretty expensive, but try to. Maybe you can find a cheap pitcher. Alex Verdugo in his last 151 at bat. Seven homers hitting 390. Then Hunter Renfro, you can take a shot on too. He's going to be hitting in a nice position with all of those bats in front of him. For the Boston Red Sox, 270 in his last 135 homers. Uh, that is certainly respectable. Should be hitting fifth. I would expect him to be hitting fifth tomorrow so boston red or friday whatever day you're watching this so boston red sox I, I don't even see a vegas line for it yet probably because the team total is going to be very high if you see anything under five five point five i would take the over on the team total i just i don't see how they don't get there with what they've been doing lately in the match that they have against the kansas city royals so pretty easy stuff like i mentioned other teams uh, or pitchers i want to target with other teams are going to be the minnesota twins angels the milwaukee brewers atlanta braves are in a good spot those that's probably where i'm i'm going to be looking for the most part at least that's where i'm looking right now if i add another stack in there or if you want some specific names on those stacks go over to ftndaily.com uh sign up and we'll be talking about it on the show we'll be talking about in the articles it's not just me writing up articles you got a lot of articles over there so we're going to need to pick some one-off bats with our Boston Red Sox stacks, with our Robbie Ray pitching, and I'm going to have to start off. Even though expensive, I got to start off with Nelson Cruz. I can't overlook Nelson Cruz going up against Fulte, the Texas Ranger tomorrow, and his he, Fulte's never gone against Cruz and not got hit. So if you're into BVP, which you should be a little bit, small sample size. Uh, three hits on three at-bats Hit one homer in those at-bats And Fulte gives up homers He gives up contact The Twins are in a great spot to score on Fulte You love Nelson Cruz tomorrow After that, an angel I'm going to be looking at His cleanup hitter uh, Not angel, a former angel Albert Pujols of the Dodgers uh, Going to be going up against Caleb Smith tomorrow The lefty uh, He is the best lefty hitter on the team right now. If you just, if you want to look at the amount of bats that these, uh, that the other starters have had against lefties, you want to look at the number of home runs, you want to look at the power, you want to look at the wOBA of the average. Then it's gonna, it's Albert Pujols, seven homers, 62 at bats. Muncy's got five and on 55 at bats. Uh, Muncie's the next closest, but Albert Pujols edges him out a little bit. Best best lefty hitter on the team. What an acquisition for the Dodgers. Angels let him walk. So, Albert Pujols like him. I don't think he'll be highly owned. I don't think. Omar Navarez at Coors Field tomorrow. If you need a catcher, he's going to be batting fifth for the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Six homers, last 118 at bats. In a good spot. Came back from injury. Was a guy that I like to to use in my lineups uh, when he was healthy. He's healthy now. Play him. I think he's in a good spot. Um, I do like to target Coors, obviously. Abraham, excuse me, excuse me. Abraham Almonte for the Atlanta Braves been hitting cleanup recently and really been doing well really giving a boost surprisingly to this atlanta braves offense uh he's still cheap uh he's going up against carlos martinez carlos martinez traditionally a guy that can get blown up i know he had a good start recently couple sprinkled in but more bad on the season and he's a guy that you want to target for power and i'm telling you i live in atlanta i'm wearing a braves hat right now it is hot as hell in atlanta right now i that is contributing somewhat to the scoring the pitching matchups have been good but i'm telling you it's hot in Atlanta, and it's not getting talked about enough. Great hitting weather there. Randall Grichuk, I mentioned him earlier, should be hitting cleanup again if Tiasco Hernandez is going to be out for the Toronto Blue Jays versus a lefty. Four homers and 59 at-bats, hitting 410. He's going to be in a good spot. Also, lastly, Josh Naylor going up against Bruce Zimmerman. He's super cheap. He's back from injury. I said Navarro's is back from injury. I knew that one, right? Josh Naylor's back from injury. $3,300 going up against Chad Cool. He's a guy that can bring power. He's too cheap. He'll be $1,000 more expensive in the next three days. Josh Naylor, you can fit in your stacks or play him one off. So those are the guys. Cruz, Pulhos, Navarro, Almonte, Grichick, and Naylor. There's someone else I was looking at there too. Oh, I like Josh Naylor too because he's next to uh, Bobby Bradley. Home run call from last week and been hitting well since then. Bobby Bradley. Good baseball player. A lot of power in that guy. A couple bets that I'm going to look at tomorrow. I'm pretty high on the Giants, as you'll be able to tell from the bets. Um, Cueto versus Velasquez. I was looking at Cueto possibly as an SB2. I'm never looking at Velasquez because he gets hit. The Giants have a good hitting lineup. I feel like they still don't get the credit they deserve. Um, the Giants should win this game. And I think that they beat Philly, uh, line minus 124, uh, because of the bats and because of the pitching. And, uh, that's, that's about it on in the same breath. I think that the Phillies are going to go under 3.5. They have not been hitting. Very well lately. They're in a pitcher's park. They're averaging two runs over the last three games. That doesn't get better when you go play in San Francisco. Um, and they're fourth worst in the MLB over the last three games as far as scoring goes. I think they go under the 3.5. I don't see them putting up a lot of runs. So let's double down on that game. Giants money line, Phillies under. That's it. If you have any questions, I never say this, but I guess you can tag me on Twitter. I'll try and, or, and answer some questions at Tenacious D Jones. Again, go over to prizepicks.com. Use the code M-M-N-M-L-B so you can look at some player props, bet their fantasies overs and unders. You can parlay them together. Try and win a lot of money that way. That's it. That's the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And I will see you next week. Good luck Friday.